Welcome to the High Performing Human Podcast, where we talk about how you can reach your potential as an athlete through nutrition, fitness, recovery, and everything in between. I'm your host, Hannah Boyle, registered dietitian nutritionist, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the High Performing Human Podcast. Uh, so this week, we are going to talk about cryotherapy. All that means is cold therapy. So we're talking about uh, last week on the podcast, we talked about heat therapy and how heat has an effect on our body. And now we're going to talk about cold therapy. So uh, we talked last week about how heat therapy, you have the two differences in like a sauna use, and we kind of focused on sauna use, but then there was also localized heat therapy, which you might use for, for like a rice pack or in the form of a rice pack for like sore muscles, tight muscles, something like that. So now we're going to talk about cold therapy or cryotherapy and how that works for um, not only for joint health um, and muscle health, but um, there's some immune functions as well. So we'll talk all about that. So when we use cold therapy, we can use it on chronic injuries or acute injuries. So acute injury is something that happens like right away. Like, so it's more, normally it's more traumatic. So you break a bone or you sprain, strain a muscle, ligament, whatever. You are going to utilize ice to help bring down the inflammation and swelling. So basically what happens is there is a lot of different enzymes, a lot of different types of proteins that are released in order to try to help heal your body or in response to a stress that is the stress of an injury. So what'll happen is that your body will release these different types of substances, and then it'll go through this whole healing process or go through whatever process it needs to go through in order to respond to that stress. Well, when we ice something, it actually can bring down, like kind of just pump the brakes a little bit for some of those processes. And that's actually can be more beneficial to the overall healing process. So we're going to decrease inflammation, decrease swelling. So a little bit of inflammation is necessary. That's how your body heals, but we just don't want it to be so much that it is more detrimental than anything. Basically what's happening is there's a physiological response that helps decrease that inflammation. There's also benefit for pain. So if you've ever put ice on something because it hurts, the thing is, is that ice helps to slow down the transmission of the, just within your nervous system. So therefore, if things are responding slowly, your perception of pain is less. There's also muscle recovery in terms of like people doing like ice baths or something like that, where it's not necessarily you have a specific injury, but you're just trying to recover after a hard workout, after a long training session, um, after I've used ice, ice baths on competition days. So what you're doing there is, again, the exercise, you have exercise-induced trauma, especially after a hard workout, your body is going to react in a certain way. There is stress on the body and there is going to be exercise induced inflammation. So that inflammatory process, we kind of want to hold that 
And then your body is going to be able to recover just a little bit faster if it doesn't have to deal with that inflammation process. So therefore, if we can do a ice bath that reduces inflammation, then we're going to be able to see the benefits of that by reduced pain, um, less muscle soreness, and kind of just an overall better feeling of recovery. So not only is there, we, I, you know, there's implications for muscles, there is implications for injuries, recovery, all that kind of stuff. Um, also looking at cold therapy for immune health. So let's talk about how we talked about how heat therapy, when we do heat uh, or sauna use, that's a stressor on the body. When we exercise, that's a stressor on the body. Um, there are other kinds of things that are considered to be stress for your body, but it's not all stress is bad stress. When we have acute stress, not chronic stress, so chronic stress is when your body is just overwhelmed all the time. When we have these periods of acute stress, your body can actually make positive adaptations and basically your body gets better. So you, you think about like, it's kind of the quote, like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's exactly how this works. What we are utilizing these stressors and the stress that we put on our body through these different modalities to allow our body to adapt and get better. So if we look at cold therapy, that's just another stressor on the body, it, but it creates positive adaptations. So one way that cold therapy does this is it's benefiting the immune system. There's actually an activation of leukocytes, which is a type of um, cell in our body that helps with our immune system and helps fight infection. So when those cells are activated, they are basically just kind of turned on like, hey, we need to make sure that you guys are functioning properly and it just helps increase their response when an infection does come in. So that does help increase your immune health as well. So there are multiple ways that you can implement cold therapy. So some people will do like the whole cryo chambers. They have portable machines where um, it's going to activate cold therapy in a localized area. Like you use it like with a wand. You can do ice baths. So literally dumping, you know, super cold water ice in a tub and getting in that. You can do localized cold therapy, which again is going to be putting like an ice pack on something. Um, and then there's also the idea of doing like just even cold showers. So um, Wim Hof has been a huge name for the, I guess, realm of cold therapy, breathing therapy, this kind of thing. And so I've done this previously. It was like, a, he introduced like a cold shower challenge where for each over the course of four weeks, like you worked up to like a minute of a cold shower, but each week it increased by so many seconds. And you started off by just doing like 15 seconds of a cold shower at the end of your shower and just getting that exposure to even the smallest amount of cold water, uh, just to, I mean, honestly, like I find it super refreshing and like it, 
I, I might be crazy, it might be psychological, but like just boosts my energy and I actually feels pretty good. It's just the mental barrier of getting over the fact that, hey, I've got to turn this water on cold and stand here for however long. Uh, but cryotherapy is actually a really cool thing. Uh, when we talk about injury and injury recovery and utilizing heat versus cold, most of the time, any athletic trainer, physical therapist, most exercise individuals, whatever, they're going to recommend cold therapy over heat therapy. I know my business partner, Amber, definitely recommends cold therapy over heat therapy for the most part. And it, it really is a powerful tool to utilize. So I know that I have a competition this weekend. It's a two-day competition. I already know that in my Airbnb, I'm feeling, filling up the best bathtub with ice, getting in there, doing an ice bath after the first day of competition. And hopefully, hopefully that helps me recover and gets me going so I can feel fresh and ready for day two. So if you have more uh, questions on cold therapy or how it works or what it's good for, definitely feel free to let me know. But if not, I will talk to you guys again soon on another episode of the High Performing Human Podcast. Go ahead and give me a follow on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at HPH Nutrition. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon.